0: The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Kowal Investment Group and its staff. Kowal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists.
1: And the Retirement Clinic is live on this Saturday after Thanksgiving, we are joined by Jeff Kowal, of course, your host for the show, president of the Kowal Investment Group, The Retirement Specialist. Good morning, Jeff.
2: Good morning, Paul. How are you?
1: It's great to have you here. I'm good. Thank you for asking, Jeff. And also joined by Ray Arndt, who's been on the show before and also does the market updates. You hear Ray's voice Monday through Friday. Welcome back to the show, Ray. Thanks, Paul. Ray is a senior financial advisor at uh, the Kowal Investment Group. You've got many guys like Ray uh, Jeff and I mentioned those market updates Monday through nobody's, Friday
2: nobody's like Ray
1: one of a kind
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah Monday through Friday we do uh, business reports um, Ray let's I beg it everybody uh, Joe Aaron Aaron Kowal uh, Marie McFarland uh, John White uh, you and, uh, occasionally myself yes, yes. Uh, these guys know a lot more than I do at this point so not really, but...
1: But we started those reports back 19, around the... That was
2: 1997 we started doing the reports. Oh,
1: before the show.
2: Yes, we were doing those. Uh, we were doing six a day. So we were doing four in the morning. Then we were doing two in Belling, Mark Belling's show. Now we're down to two a day. Uh, uh, three o'clock news block, five o'clock news block. Um, WISM Milwaukee and then a 455 at WIBA in Madison right in the Vicky McKenna show. We give you one minute uh, on what's going on in the market that day, what's driving the markets up and down that particular day, if it's a government report, if it's an earnings report, if it's a COVID vaccine, whatever it happens to be driving the markets that particular day. We, we uh, focus on a stock or on something that's going on, then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ. Every day Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock news block, 5 o'clock news block and the Mark Belling Show on WISN Milwaukee and 4.55 on WIBA in Madison.
1: Yeah, you picked the best, you said down to two a day, but you picked the show with the most listeners on WISN, so well done, Jeff. <laughs> that would be the Mark Belling Show that I produce. Uh, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock news blocks. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I mentioned to you right before the show when you and Ray were... Walking into the studio, Bob and Craig were leaving, you know, we're busy. It's have a five or six minute window to sit down and plug in headphones and get going. I just noted that the Dow hit 30,000. And I don't know if you guys as financial experts are surprised at how good that part of the economy is going. Certain parts are struggling, obviously. You know, the hospitality sector, cruising, airlines. And then you see other parts that seem to be doing Very well.
2: I'm not surprised. Uh, um, You know, there isn't even talk about 35,000 on that now, or there was before the election. Uh, not, not as much now. You don't see many of those. You'll see some warnings about next year. I think it's still going to be strong. The reason that, I don't, that I'm not as surprised about it is because of uh, President Trump and, and all the things he did with reduced regulations, reduced taxes, lower corporate taxes, lower individual taxes. And now we still have, and I think there is some optimism, we still have many of the large states, California, New York, uh, Illinois, Michigan, New Jersey, that are still virtually closed down. And with the vaccine, it'll at least give those um, governors some cover that they can open up their states. Now,
1: there are- and, and word is now, at least today in Fox News, a vaccine probably for some before the end of the year.
2: Yeah, but there are competing objectives. And we think we've probably talked about this. Yes, the states can open uh, and the governors could do that. But yes, the governors like the control to control and tell you how many people you can have at your... Uh, Thanksgiving dinner and things like that. Yeah, which is, I, except so they, they like the controls.
1: Too. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do, I think would we'll cover those governors in those states. Did you have a good Thanksgiving, by the way, Jeff? That was awesome. Ray? Excellent. Um, same here. It was just nice. A little smaller, yes. You talk about these restrictions. We just kept, kept it smaller. Yeah. Some people in our family are older and didn't want to come over. And that's fine. Yep,
2: and you still have contact with them, and you still love them, of course, but it's, just a, little, it's a little bit even different.
1: Though, I still love you, maybe,
2: you. But maybe it's an opportunity to not invite those that you, maybe. <laughs> Never mind.
1: I, I think in some families there was strife and a lot of anxiety over it. That's too bad. It's just a turkey, yeah. and it's Thanksgiving. Maybe Christmas has changed. I don't know. That's, that's not far off, Jeff. Uh, speaking of that, the end of the year is coming up sooner than we think, and there's zero in planning. Retirement right. planning is what you do. That's your thing at the coal Investment Group. And before we open up phone lines and take calls and lay out the rest of the show, want to remind you that, first off, we're live. So if you have questions, you're driving around your retirement plan, Ray Arndt and Jeff Kowal on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, you can call us at 799 1130 Any retirement question, planning question, you name it. I think last week's show, Carol was on social security questions. We got inundated. Yeah, We had to turn people down. We had so many questions about social security and how that plays into the timing of it and your retirement plan. Offices, by the way, Waukesha, the world headquarters, up in Ozaukee County, beautiful location in Port Washington. Also the newest location in Racine, right at Highway 20. And the interstate and also Phoenix, Arizona, Jeff. And we mentioned that because you've got a, would you call it a satellite office or?
2: Oh, yeah. And we'll be spending some time down there. We always see a lot of clients when we're down in Phoenix. Uh, Jane and I, my wife and I, after the first year, we spent a fair amount of time there. And last year with COVID, I was, you know, there's a lot of blessings in disguise. We were doing a lot of our appointments. At one point, we were doing 40 to 45 appointments a week via Zoom from Phoenix. And clients are fine with that. So we see a lot of people in person, a lot of our snowbirds that are down there. Plus, we have uh, an office down there. So, yeah, it's, uh, Phoenix is a pretty, it's, so it's pretty busy at that speaking time.
1: Speaking of Zoom, right now with your all your locations, not just Phoenix, but all your locations, are people doing a little bit of both? In person is welcome, right?
2: Right, right. We, do, we have a lot of our clients that want to come in person and see us, which is wonderful. But then we're also doing a lot of them via Zoom, and that's okay, too. Uh, some of them are planning some travel. They want to stay, uh, keep their distance, and um, so and me at times too. So so it's whatever the clients. Not client I want to keep my wishes,
1: <laughs> from, <laughs> Yeah, keep whatever clients from be, me.
2: Whatever the clients' wishes are, uh, that's what we do. So, uh, yeah, Zoom meetings, virtual meetings. Um, uh, uh initial consultations we do that way and along with the uh, the planning meetings. so
1: and before we launch into jeff our, our first topic of the day here and get rolling on the retirement clinic i just want to toss out your website thecoalway.com lots of information all the info we talked about including how to get in touch with them is on the Onthecowallway.com.
2: That's right. At the end of the show, uh, after Ray and I are done, we're going to talk about something. It's on the website that you want to go there uh, to review, but that'll be after. And I'll give you, that's just a sneak peek as, as what's what's on there.
1: Uh, social media too, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Uh, you can all link up to those on the onthecowallway.com. That's your main site, Jeff. All right. What's first up on the agenda? Okay, let's
2: talk about higher income limits for IRA contributors. Taxpayers can earn a little more next year and still contribute to traditional Roth IRAs. Uh, income limits are rising now. The contribution limits are not; the amounts stay the same, but the uh, income limits are rising. In 2021, contributions to a traditional IRA for single filers uh, is up to 66,000. Those are income ranges; it's phased out: 66 000 to 76,000 for individuals, and 105,000 to 125,000 dollars for married filing jointly. Uh, Roth IRAs, the phased-out range is $125,000 to $140,000 for individuals. And then for joint, it's so you can basically make up to $198,000 to $208,000 in 2021 and still contribute to retirement plans. Uh, Contribution limits now for for IRAs is unchanged. It's $6,000, and if you're 50 or better, you can put in $7,000 for 2021. It's also $19,500 for 401ks and $6,500 catch-up provision. And Paul and Ray, this is one thing that we always talk about. If you think about it, it's too late because you're in your 50s now and you can't save too much. If you just think about what I just said, that if you if you can contribute $7,000 to an IRA in, as an individual, you can contribute to maximum of $26,000 if you're 50 or better, $26,000 into your 401k, that's $33,000 a year that you contribute to your retirement plans if you're married you and your wife can contribute sixty six thousand dollars a year wow
1: that adds up fast
2: well if you're 50 and you plan on working to 65 that's somewhere between 600 and say seven hundred fifty thousand in contributions alone
1: without interest obviously. without that's just that's your, right
2: wow that's right so that's that's you know that's a chunk of change so if you think you're behind the eight ball and somebody will say you know well how can you do that how can you put that kind of money in well a lot of times And you probably have seen it. When you're paying for college educations, there's a lot of money going out. Once you hit that age when, or at that time, when your kids are not in college anymore, everybody told us that all of a sudden you're going to see a large increase in income. And I never believed that until it happened to us. And all of a sudden, you do have extra money, even though you're never done with them. You're always...
1: When you're in your twenties, Jeff, there's always a reason, you know, you're starting out, you're if you're let's just say a married couple starting out, you get your house, there's expenses, then you have kids, there's expenses. It's hard to see and imagine saving this much money. It That's really right. is. Uh was, didn't you go through this once where you went through and then in your thirties, there's a there's oh, yes forties, fifties. There's really There's always an excuse. There's always excuse planning. not to save. Yep. Right. Um so what you gotta do is just save, and especially if you've got that match. And a 401k plan. Yeah. Wow.
2: Well, and you, you felt that too. And that's a good point, Paul. If you're contributing $66,000 a year, you also get a company match. And you see that with your kids. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> You've got a kid that's going to be supporting you eventually. How many I kids, so. Ray?
1: I have two. Okay. Um, empty nester, then you are. Yes, we are.
2: And both are very successful.
1: <laughs> so well, good. That And uh, well, what you said about... Paying yourself first, Jeff—that first priority. If you can, once you start making those contributions, you get used to the new check amount, right? Yes. Well, whatever it is, three, right. four, five, six percent, whatever you start don't, um, contributing to your four hundred one k. Now, not everybody has a four hundred one k. That's okay. If you don't, there's other options, Jeff, and you that's talked right. about there's,
2: those. That's right. There's simple IRAs, there's SEP IRAs, there's, uh, and then again, your individual accounts. So you have to be aware of it, and you have to be. Uh, part of the planning process so we'll remind you to do things like that where a lot of times if you're doing it on your own you might have the best intentions of doing it but unless you're working with a planner like us you might forget to do it And this is another thing that this is a pretty good article that we i saw in, in kiplinger's retirement report your advisor wants to retire too That's the title of the article. I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: Mm, Turning the tables.
2: Yeah. When you hire a financial advisor, it's common to work with someone your own age. So when you're ready to retire, your advisor might be too, right when you need that person the most. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was pretty interesting because this is a guy, Kevin, he says, I'm not retiring anytime soon, which same thing with my case. But I can see my clients wondering, what will we do when Kowal is gone? And, uh, you know, well, can you happens, answer that question? Absolutely. Right now, there's another generation one of, of them, One of them is right next to us. Ray is, is yeah. you know, it's a succession plan. He's in our meetings. Uh, Aaron Kowal, of course, in our office is a succession part of succession plan. But we also have uh, Aaron Spitzner and, and Joe Still and. Um, Marie McFarland, and John White. If you look at our website, if you look at the next generation, we planned for this. We started having those types of questions. So now we have two advisors in on each of our meetings just so that when our clients come in, yeah, yeah, they want to see Aaron, they want to see me, but they also are happy to see that we have somebody else in that meeting. That if we're not around, that we can they call somebody else, or something happens to one of us, there's somebody so it can be a seamless transition.
1: Jeff, after the break, we're going to come back, kind of tee up what you and Ray have scheduled to talk about. You've got a topic that
0: Ray is going to address,
2: right? Um, Well, that's going to be about year-end planning. There are things that you should be doing before the end of the year. Anything else you want to say before we go to the break, Ray?
0: No, I think that
1: sums it up nicely. Year-end planning is your topic, Ray. You're going to help us with that coming up. We do have a sexy segment. We have the Boss Minute coming up. That's Aaron Kowal joining us right after this, as a matter of fact, when we come back for Business Owners Savings and Security. I'm told it's Small Business Saturday today. Speaking of businesses... If you're out and about shopping, drive. Buy around, local, yeah. Buy local. Do your best to do that. You have to support those local businesses, Jeff. Um, a quick break on the retirement clinic. Check out the com, Or if you have questions, the good old-fashioned phone is still a great way to reach out. 262 522 And
2: one of those small businesses is, of course, the coal Investment
1: Groups. So. Yeah. So so use that. Use That's those right. small businesses. You are a small business. Technology. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah. And we're a good size. We're in the top one half 1% one of all advisors in the country but we're still a small local business so
1: well said and the retirement clinic is on every week we're going to come back and I should mention if you got questions real quickly phone lines are open today on the Eck Mortgage Talk and Text line 414 799-1130 at News Talk 1130 WIS in Milwaukee and WIBA Madison oh,
3: Welcome back to The Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with The Boss Minute, business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. If you're considering opening your own business, you may have put your plans on hold due to the pandemic. You may even think starting your your own business right now seems crazy, but that's not necessarily the case. Yes, many businesses were forced to close indefinitely amid the pandemic, While the U.S. lost more businesses in the first three months of the pandemic than it normally does in an entire year, it has also left an unusually large void to fill and created an open market for new startups. According to government data, Americans are starting new businesses at the fastest rate in more than a decade. Many are taking advantage of new opportunities to reshape the economy after the pandemic shutdown. Applications for employer identification numbers have passed 3.2 million so far this year. According to the Census Bureau, that's 500,000 more than this time in 2019. This group include gig economy workers and other independent contractors who may have gone out on their own after being laid off. This jump may be one sign that the pandemic is speeding up creative destruction, a concept used by an economist in the 1940s to describe how new, innovative businesses often displace older, less efficient ones, buoying long-term prosperity. Now may be the perfect time to revisit your business plan and put your dreams into motion. Your new business could help fill a void or aid in reshaping our economy and support job creation. If you're not sure where to start or if you need recommendations, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit us at com.
1: That's Aaron Kowal, our weekly boss minute, the acronym Business, owners, savings, and security. We do that every week, thanks to Aaron Kowal. We are live on WISN and WIBA's Retirement Clinic. Now, coming up, Jeff, we have Ray Arndt, your Senior Financial Advisor, in studio today. We do have the sexy segment coming up later in the hour. We will keep lines open for any retirement questions. And that Acunet line is 799-1130. Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Give us a call if you got a question.
2: All right. Ray uh, is here. He's an advisor with us at Coal Investment Group, and he's been pretty quiet so far, but he's uh, got a couple articles and a couple of issues he wanted to address. Ray, take it away.
0: Thanks, Jeff. Paul, I think you'd agree with me when you say that 2020 has been a year unlike any other. Um, We're probably in a rush to put this year behind us, but before we do, I think there's some important things to consider for those who are planning on retirement or already in retirement. You know, sometimes you need to reassess your goals, and given the year we just had, this might be the time to do it. You know, so for example, based on your retirement time frame, your risk tolerance, your needs and preferences, is your asset allocation still appropriate? And when I'm talking about asset allocation, of course, I'm meaning the mix between equities and fixed income in your portfolio. You know, should you change your target at this point in time? Are you less comfortable taking risk going forward? or do you want or need more risk going forward? You know, many people may think that investment selection and market timing are the primary components that drive a portfolio's performance, but studies have found that a portfolio's asset allocation policy dominates portfolio performance over a period of time. Typically explains 90% of the variation in a portfolio's return. So asset allocation decision is the most important determinant of your portfolio performance. And when you're sitting down with an investment advisor like us, we can sit down with you and help determine what's the right asset allocation, given your situation.
1: Is the year-end coming up? Obviously, we're we're kind of there now, right? Yes, we are. It's uh, the 28th of November. There's time, but is it too late, or is this now the window that
0: you look at, Ray? Oh, it's absolutely not too late. And and one of the things that's really important, even if you're not changing your asset allocation, given all the gyrations in the market this year, Are you still at that asset allocation? Is it time to rebalance that asset allocation? You know, it's very interesting. Take an example, a 60-40 equity to fixed income um, asset allocation model. If you let that thing go unbalanced versus balance it, at least whenever it gets, say, 5% out of balance – you're going to outperform significantly while taking less risk. When you say that again, 60-40 being sixty was
1: sixty
0: percent in equities, forty percent stocks. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit higher than that right now, Jeff. It's, which is which is fine. I mean, every there's not a right asset allocation. It depends on anybody. your timeline, Ray. Absolutely. Everybody's you're right. Everybody's different.
1: I get that. Um, you you mentioned the word gyrations in markets. I love that term. This year, out of any, you met, you summed it up. 2020, we'll never forget, right? But we saw the market, what, when COVID first hit, some plans down 35? Oh, yeah. 40%. Yep.
2: That's wow. exactly what but we did. But, but it's climb back, Jeff. Yeah, but we did, that's what Ray's talking about. When you, if it goes from 60-40 with the drop, it goes down to 55% in stocks. Then you rebalance and bring it back up to 60 uh, and then that way helped our clients a lot because then when the market recovered, now you're back up to 65%. What Ray is saying is that if your goal is 60-40, rebalance now back down to 60-40.
1: Right. Uh, some of the way, you know, for for me, it's Fidelity. I've got 401k plan, Jeff, and it's so nice to go on a computer where everything is kind of, you know, here's where you're at on a percentage basis to see that the markets not only climb back to even, but for many people, uh, now they're up. Up, up, and up. Yeah,
2: and that's exactly what Ray is saying. Now it's up, up, and up. Do you need to take a look at it in terms of your asset allocation, your risk tolerance, and the election?
0: Absolutely. And, again, it's sometimes people will will pick on that asset allocation, and they think they can set it and forget it. And the rebalancing piece of it is so critical. Again, un, if you don't rebalance, just using that 60-40 as an example, uh, Versus balancing, that balanced portfolio, that rebalanced portfolio is going to outperform the one that hasn't been rebalanced and take less risk at the same time. You don't
1: just do it once a year, Ray. Okay, it's a year and we get together with the Coal people. It's a routine. You do it when you need to do it, right? Right.
0: As a team, we we look at this on a regular basis. Uh, and if we see assets, the allocation getting out of got getting out of whack, we make the decision at that point in time that we're going to rebalance our client portfolios. But also, you know, at the end of the year, particularly for those people that are out there doing it on their own, it's really critical to take a look at that. And with an advisor like us, we can advise you on what the right mix is for you. So... Jeff, your response to all of
1: this, we are at the year end. That's
2: just one part of it. The response is that that's just one part of it. There are other things you need to pay attention to, especially when you look at year-end planning. I'm sorry, Paul, I interrupted you.
1: No, no. (laughs) I I was just going to talk about now is the time that you get together with your clients because it's the end of the year. But then, okay, a new year starts. What if something happens? We don't know what the future holds. We don't know if presumably President Biden. Oh, that's hard to say. I know let's let me try that again President Biden um, we don't know what's going to happen right there's the the future is unknown we, we hope the economy surges we hope the vaccine
0: uh, will help the covid part of things at least your thoughts on that right oh I agree uh, it's one of the reasons why it's such so important to have not only a good financial plan but make sure that financial plan is being updated on a regular basis you know we talked a little bit about asset allocation and risk tolerance. Uh, A good financial plan will help you define your goals and a timeline for accomplishing those goals. It sets a clear plan of action or a roadmap for you and a means to gauge your success. And it helps you maintain your focus on your goals during challenging market conditions when markets are volatile. It, It prevents you from making those reactive type decisions that could really derail your financial plan. Your
1: emotions can cloud your judgment. Absolutely. Back in March when everything kind of went south, right? The, right? I think the initial – Jeff, you and I talked about this because I, you would have talked me off the ledge a couple of times. <laughs> you weren't alone, Paul. <laughs> I know I wasn't alone. Uh, much like I am during a Packer game, right? If the Bears take a seven-point lead Sunday night, you got to talk me off the ledge because <laughs> I, I react emotionally to things instead of taking a logical approach.
2: But you bring up a great point because sometimes the best thing to do is nothing. Like Ray says, you know, make sure you have your plan in mind. Make sure you have a plan first of all. But then, when when you have radical things like that happen, we don't know what might happen in January, February of next year. But when it does happen, sometimes the best course is to do nothing. You know, again, if if there's a big drop you know, with these states opening up, we're out, we're still optimistic that the market's going to recover from that.
1: So that term "Ray set it and forget it" doesn't mean you totally forget. It. I mean, those days are over, right? The Absolutely. Buy and
0: hold, set it, forget it. Well, there's nothing wrong with buy and hold. Again, talking about asset allocation, some people think I said it and forget it. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure that, that if if the 60-40 or 70-30, in your case, Paul, is the right asset allocation for you, you want to make sure you maintain that balance throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, that all makes sense. Uh, Ray Arndt is joining us and we're talking about the, you know, this year-end planning, Jeff, is more than just retirement plan. It's taxes. It's meeting with advisors. Uh, estate planning comes into this. There's there's so much now that we goes into it. We
2: mentioned a little bit the Roth contributions and the IRA contributions. You have until April 15th for those. Some of the retirement plan contributions, 401ks, those you have to do this year.
0: Yep. I mean, another good thing you do at the end of the year here, Paul, is, is look at uh, any changes that you made in your investments during the course of the year. Um, do you know where you stand in terms of the gains and losses that you've already realized? It's a great time to do some tax loss harvesting. So if you've taken some gains during the year, offset those gains by taking some losses. And you can use up to $3,000 of those losses to offset your income during this current tax year. See, this is where advisors come into play, Jeff. Because yeah. I want to know. Why they, I don't like, try this at home. I
1: don't even know what tax law harvesting means. What does that, in layman's terms? That means if you have some losses, if during course
2: or in the past you've had some losses in your investments, uh, you, and you've had a nice surge in the markets this year, you 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 sell some things to get to realize gains. Because otherwise, it's unrealized gains. So if you realize the gains, you can offset against losses you've already incurred.
1: Got it. Okay. Ray, anything you want to add to that
0: or uh, to your segment here before we break? Well, one, one last point. As of course, many, many of those who were regularly scheduled to take RMDs this year, um, because of the CARES Act, they got relief on that. So one thing to think about, if you haven't taken that RMD and you don't need to take that RMD, what a wonderful time to think about converting that RMD into a Roth conversion.
2: Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, because your, your income is down anyway because you didn't take the RMD, so take a piece of that required minimum distribution or all of it and convert it to a Roth IRA.
1: The CARES Act was because of COVID, Correct. Right, Jeff. Yep. Okay, that's um, right.
2: The Secure Act was a uh, retirement plan changes. The CARES Act was because of COVID. See, so, we get we need well, to remember.
1: You guys do this every day. That's right. The different but, acronyms. Yeah, uh, different acronyms. Exactly, is what they are. Jeff, I thought it was interesting toward the beginning of the show when you mentioned too, with all these catch up provisions. There are people in their fifties. I've got friends that are. I'm fifty four, Ray, that have said, "Well, that's I, hard I, to
0: believe, Paul." <laughs>
1: Oh, thank you. You probably what, <laughs> I, I look older than that. I thought you were sixty four. Uh that have said it's too late. I've heard people say we we don't have much. We're just gonna rely on, you know, social security will be there and I'll work later than probably other people. Uh there is time, there's hope. That's Absolutely. good news.
2: Yeah, make and, contributions and on- yeah, you can still make your contributions this year, um, and uh, do the Roth conversion as Ray had mentioned. Uh, there are a lot, of, a lot of other planning things that you can do. We we coordinate this with your uh, tax attorney, your tax advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you know if you think that you need to do additional withholding or you want to make sure that you're not taking too much income, we coordinate with them as well.
1: Jeff, we can reach out. All of these things that we're talking about. If you find yourself in need of financial advising, you can call the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, that number is two six two five two two forty forty. You've got many locations. We cover those. That's the That's one right. number for all of them, Jeff. That's right. And go
2: to the dot K O W A L thekowalway.com our practices for those with $750,000 or more in retirement assets who are close to already in retirement um, and at the, the coallway.com, there are a lot of features on there. We have a weekly uh, blog for uh, investing, let's say, with the week in review and uh, the week upcoming. So you, that, that's a good thing to go to. Um, also, you can schedule an appointment. Uh, Heather gets on there right away. She's very good with that. So if you have an interest in seeing the Coal investment group, and there are a couple of things that Ray mentioned and that I mentioned earlier, don't do this alone. You can get some help. If it is to prod you along to make sure that you make your IRA or your 401k contribution, or if it has to do with you retiring in 2021 and thinking that, is this the right time to do it? Uh, there are some things that you must do if you're, you know, the markets are up this year. And if you're thinking, yeah, I'm the- I'm in pretty good shape now. Maybe I should think about retiring. You don't just go to your employer and say, I'm leaving. There are some things that you should do.
1: How does that work? I've never retired. (laughs) I know. but Most people on radio get fired before we get the chance to retire.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're not alone. A lot of people, our our objective is to have people retire once, that you're not going back to work again because it's a miscalculation because you screwed up the first time, and now you go back to work because you have to, not because you want to. But you have to make sure that you take an inventory of what assets that you have, what income you're going to have coming in. Is it social security, pensions, income from your investments that you own, real estate? Will you get income from there? The key thing that we do for clients, especially those that are thinking of retiring in 2021, is to do a cash flow analysis. And what we do with that cash flow analysis, and Ray is very involved with that for, for a lot of our clients, um, Is make sure that we take a worst case scenario. Also, what happens if this Biden thing turns out to be not so good? Um, This
1: Biden thing. (laughs) (laughs) So we want to. We want to. That's a valid point. We don't know. We, if Trump were to continue for another four years, we know what to expect but we don't with the biden administration That's right we can guess but we don't know until it happens all good stuff we do have to take a break jeff oh before that i see in your website the coal there's a lot of different blogs and articles uh, Some neat stuff vaccine can be a powerful word it can be a powerful word because it's worth 14 points in scrabble and then it goes on <laughs> there's some neat stuff on here yeah wait, neat blogs wait, wait. Yeah, we, we write
2: the blogs uh, uh, weekly for the markets and then other ones. And I'll refer to the one with the year end planning also at the end of the show. But uh, other things come up. Go on the website, thecoalway.com, and you can click contact us. And, and again, you can schedule your initial consultation with us, no obligation. Uh, come on and talk with us about your retirement and investment planning.
1: The sexy segment is next on the retirement clinic. Stick around.
2: Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic. I'm Jeff Kowal. Who knows where Paul is? He'll be back in a minute. Uh, this show is for everybody. This the, that music signifies this is the sexy segment. This is the wealth management preservation segment. This uh, the show is for everybody. Oh, there he is.
1: I'm back, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer's screaming down the hallway. He's sneaking in. Yeah. Commercial break is over. It is time for the sexy segment. Yeah. I heard you do the intro.
2: Yeah this shows for everybody this particular segment is for those with uh with a million dollars or more. Uh w- w- the gist of that is once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it and then pass it on to your heirs? Um and, and so this is a special time in your life when you have accumulated some wealth and today what I want to do is talk about uh this is another Kiplinger's retirement report. There are a couple articles in here that were very good. And uh, and this one is uh, 13 smart uh, estate planning moves. We're not going to go through all 13. But uh, um, about four years ago, Kelly Brooks's husband, this is uh, in the article, Chris was being treated for hypertension, died in his sleep. Like so many other couples in their 40s, they had talked about estate planning but never got around to it. You think that you have forever to do that, but you don't.
1: In your 40s, you also don't think you're going to pass away. At, right. at that young of an age. That's
2: right. Uh, but they often underestimate how much it'll cost to, if they don't plan. So, for people newly, nearly, or newly retired who potentially still have decades ahead for their assets to compound and grow, estate taxes are especially a huge concern, especially if Congress decides to move the goalposts again. It already did last year with new IRA rules that eliminated the stretch IRA forcing some families to rethink their tax strategies. This is a key thing. This is what Ray and I were talking about earlier. Right now, the estate tax exemption is $11.58 million per person. Next year, it's going up to $11.7 million in 2021. Uh, Biden has already talked about cutting that back. He wants to cut it kind of back to $5 million. So that's still pretty healthy but going from 11.7 million which combined is about 23 million dollars down to 10 million for a lot of people that's going to be a you got to do some planning now uh, for a lot of us it's still the exemption is good but there are some things that you need to, to do so anybody with now with wealth needs to plan uh by the way that tax over that exemption amount is 40 40 percent that amounts over 11 million so it's pretty healthy so one is to rethink your IRA strategy. Pass, passage of the Secure Act, which we talked about before, talks about the elimination of the um, the stretch IRA. So that means who do you you have to reconsider who your beneficiaries are? Uh, beneficiaries, which is uh, are under uh, minor children, have until they reach the age of maturity before the ten-year cl- uh, clock starts going. So if you put name the kids as the the grandkids as the beneficiaries. As an example, on a Roth IRA, they may have 60, 70 years to accumulate tax-free. Well, the government said, we don't like that. We want that money out of those plans, whether it's IRAs or Roth IRAs. We want money out of those plans in 10 years. But the clock doesn't start running on those those under 18 uh, until they reach 18, then the 10-year clock starts running at that time. So, and what Ray had mentioned earlier, now that they raised the um, state tax exemption, or not the, the uh, RMD rate, age, from 70 and a half to 72. Required minimum. Uh, no, since you don't have to do the RMDs this year, doesn't make sense. It required minimum distribution. Right. These, yes. All these acronyms. I yes, listen. you're right. And it's gone from 70 and a half to 72. Plus, you didn't have to take them this year. So you have to sneak in a Roth conversion this year. So that's another thing. Um, make sure you do your annual gifts. Uh, use your lifetime exemption early. There are ways, you know, if you want to make sure that if, if President Biden reduces that, if you use your some of your exemptions and do a lot of, exe- a lot of gifting now, You can still uh, take advantage of that. This is one thing that I thought was pretty interesting in this article. Two things that I'm going to address. One is trust your spouse. Many have a similar unease with the irrevocable trust because by definition, it's largely giving up control of your assets with an irrevocable trust. By creating one now, you could take advantage of today's high exemption. If you move some money into trust today, you could still benefit from the exemption, but your spouse puts money into a trust, and then your spouse is the executor of
1: that trust. Wait, trust said. your spouse is out play in words. That,
2: no, that means you have to trust your. But you have to name your spouse as the uh, executor of the, of that trust. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, we did that with our marriage, so so I trust on. You could do that. I think that that makes a lot of sense and put a lot of money into irrevocable trust. They'll eventually, not revocable,
1: irrevocable,
2: because irrevocable gets it out of your estate. So then you have to trust who the trustee is of those.
1: Wait, let's go over those. Irrevocable and revocable. The difference is, Jeff? Well, the revocable trust says you can make changes. it. You can revoke it. You can change it. You can do whatever you want with it. Because beneficiaries change or you may have a marriage change, you know, or
2: your- oh, you add assets take away assets all kinds of things an irrevocable trust is a tool to get it out of your estate if you get a, if you give it up you give it away irrevocably that gets it out of your estate so so you can take advantage of the estate tax exemption now that's a, the key thing that you have to talk with an attorney about with an attorney that does estate planning all the time not somebody that you know, chases ambulances by day and does a stay By the way, by you've night. got those that oh, you absolutely.
1: as a resource to the COWAL investment group. Absolutely. We've had many on the show and they're very yep. good at uh, staying. Boy, people, and just a reminder if you don't have a will or trust, uh, Jeff, we preach this all the time power of attorney, all of that yes. stuff, get one, right? Absolutely. Most Americans don't. You, well, you're right. And they should.
2: Even if you have a modest estate, there was a state planning attorney we had on that says even if you're, you, know, as soon as you hit 18, you should have a will because it says who can get access to your pri- you know, privacy act, well, you know, your parents and that can't get access to your stuff so you can at least have power of attorney, name people, so that's, that's Once important. Once
1: your child turns 18... 18- you do not have any choice on medical decisions or anything, Jeff, unless you get that power of attorney done. That's right. It's critical.
2: A couple more things I want to address on this before we break, Paul. Uh, safeguard assets from creditor. Uncle Sam says is isn't always the biggest threat to preserving your assets for heirs. If you're a doctor, board member of an owner of a closely held business who wants assets protected from lawsuits, estate taxes, domestic asset protection trusts are a way for you to move money out of your state and still have access to it. So the... There are some ways that you can have your money free from creditors. The last thing I have is that uh, clean up your investment clutter. We talk about this a lot. Settling the estate is another uh, place to find ways to keep fees down on on the and the time is money front. This is kind of an oddly worded thing. Someone with accounts spread over multiple banks and brokerage accounts is making things difficult not only for themselves but also for their heirs. If you have assets gra- sc- scattered all over the place, if you have several brokerage accounts, if you have several old 401ks, um, if you have annuities and other insurance policy stuff, and they're all scattered all over. Now that's what th- you
1: mean by clutter.
2: That's right. Uh, so now is the time to consolidate that. From an estate planning standpoint, it makes it a lot easier. Easier on your heirs if they don't have to get 20 different uh, uh, death certificates because you have assets scattered all over oh, there.
1: Also, Jeff, what a waste if you've got a 401k. Let's just say you leave a job or you're fired or whatever the case is. That 401k now is not just, it's not being funded. It's just sitting stagnant.
2: And there are some times that you want to have that in a 401k just because you can borrow money from a 401k, not an old one. Because you can't have you know, loans from an old one, but sometimes you can roll an old one into a new one, and then you have loan provisions. Could you so, take
1: that and roll it over into an IRA, for example? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But is that the best thing to do?
1: Right. Maybe, maybe not,
0: right?
2: Right. Uh, it all depends. So you lose some provisions in the 401k if you do roll it into an IRA.
0: The whole like, point, what? though, really, is you don't want to have multiple 401ks. That's, just, that's clutter, and that's... Just something that's well, going to get lost down the, the road. The average
1: American has a job for seven years. That's what I. That's what I read all the time. Right. Seven years. So that means you're going to eventually have. You know, by the time you're 50 years old, several possibly 401k plans just sitting there.
2: Right, and then if you have a couple of brokerage accounts, if you have some accounts direct with Vanguard, Fidelity, somewhere else, and you have them all scattered, you know, that's why we talk about that's that's probably one of the major reasons people come to see us because they're reaching a point now they've accumulated some wealth and they've got things in other places that they want to start consolidating that. And it's not, again, not just to declutter right now, but also make it a lot easier on your heirs as well if you
1: pass away. Well, I missed the beginning of that sexy segment because I was in the men's room actually. (laughs) Spencer opens the door. We're on. <laughs> Thanks for sharing Paul. I Came back about. down the hallway and saw the on-air light. So uh that was a that was a pretty slick. Sorry about that, Jeff. I that's missed the well, beginning, but, I, but, I, but I caught the I caught the ball. It's live of it. radio, it's a lot of fun. It is live radio, absolutely. It is small business Saturday. Now technically the Cowell Investment Group, Jeff, you are a small business. Sure. So c- come and patronize
2: us, but also go online to the K-O-W-A-L. K O W A L Schedule an initial consultation. If you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, work with a great advisor like Ray, myself, Aaron, Aaron, Joe, Marie, John. That's it. I think I got got everybody. Um, Just a great team of people that are great professionals. Everybody from top to bottom in our firm talks the same language. We all talk about retirement planning.
1: I'm looking at your wonderful staff right on your website. There's links to the radio show. There's all kinds of resources. In fact, You've got something that you're going to announce at the end of the show coming up next. All of this is, by the way, at thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Links to Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, it's all on that website. With Senior Financial Advisor Ray Arnt, your host, Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Kronforce, WISN and WIBA's Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. Back with the Retirement Clinic with Ray Arndt and Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff, uh, throughout the course of the show every week, we mention your great website, thekowalway.com. That's
2: right. And, and watch for a couple things on there. Ray did a great job of talking about year-end things that you must do. Um, uh, on our website, uh, thekowalway.com, uh, an article written by Marie McFarlane, a great advisor in our office, uh, for Year-end retirement planning must-dos. So go on there, click on that. It's a it's a great piece that you'll you'll enjoy. That it gives some details to it as well. And then while you're on there, you can also request an initial consultation with us. We'll get back to you right away. Uh, the other thing is we're going to have eight retirement tips if you're retiring in two 2000- thousand. Uh that'll come in the middle of the week. So be, watch for that. Keep coming back to thecoaway.com.
1: Yeah, it is a great resource. And of course, business and market updates done daily. Guys like Ray Arndt, the rest yep. of your staff on WISN Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. Then on the weekends, we get this full one-hour show here on both stations. Well, Small Business Saturday. Happy Saturday to you, Jeff.
2: That's pretty exciting. It's a, a great time to be a small business in Wisconsin. Uh, except the lockdowns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ray Arndt, great having you back. Good seeing you, Paul. Stay tuned. News coming up next on WISNU Weekend Fox 6 forecast, and it's a gorgeous one coming up next. Stay tuned.